How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast here on Spotify, Google, anyone that you guys can listen to a podcast. I'm trying to get on it. I'm on like a weird, mellow high tonight. I took a took a little dab earlier, and like I said before, dabs are kind of starting to hit me a lot harder than they used to. Like, I don't know if this is like happens to everybody, but my throat feels like heavy. Like, it feels like hard to talk, which is weird. It could also be the fact that I'm allergic to like everything on the planet and it's like springtime, so I'm dying. So anyways, guys, tonight I just figured I'd do a quick little episode, chat with you guys about some stuff that like happened to me this week that I thought one was weird and two is like just weird thoughts to have. Now, the number one thing to me is like, I'm a firm believer in this thing that's like the law of like equality, like good things will happen and then bad things will happen either shortly afterwards or literally like immediately after you experience the good things. For example, had a great, fantastic day at work the other day. And like, I was just having a good time. I was feeling great. I hit my pen a couple of times and then like one of the one of the dudes that worked there like had some bud and was like, oh, let's smoke a bowl. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, let's smoke a bowl. Like, whatever. Cool. Like, yeah, cool. I'm just going to hit it once or twice. And like, I was super duper relaxed, having a good time. We're cleaning that night. Ooh, excuse me. It's a little late, getting tired. We're cleaning that night. And I literally dropped my knife and cut myself on my hand because like my hand was like right there and stupid me i know rule number one of a kitchen is if you drop a sharp ass knife just let it fall like you're better off chipping the edge or like denting the knife or bending it or whatever than sitting there and trying to pick it back up or catch it midair unless you're good like that which i was not i was stoned and had no business no business trying to catch a knife i didn't even aim for the handle i think i literally hit it like in the blade and nicked my fingers so that was fun or like right now it's like peaceful outside it's good vibes i'm smoking it's chill and like i just have the feeling i'm gonna get some email or some like phone call within the next like 24 hours that's gonna be just like weird or fucked up or like a devastating life-changing event i don't know like it seems like every time that like good things happen like i said bad things happen and it can be something stupid too it can be something like like i've even had this happen in such instances is like i was walking home from uh, i went to the grocery store over here in india when i lived over by winco right because it's 24 hours and it's three o'clock in the morning and I wanted chicken tenders and mac and cheese. So I bought chicken tenders, mac and cheese, and a soda. And I had an Arizona tea in my hand. Because I might fuck around with them on Twitter. But Arizona tea is literally like one of the most delicious drinks known to the planet. Alright? My favorite has always been the raspberry tea. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, comment below what your favorite Arizona iced tea is. <coughs> and then upload each and every single one of your screenshots to Twitter, tagging them in it. I'll give you a minute. 
Think of your favorite Arizona flavor. Mine's always been the raspberry. I don't like the the fruit cocktail one. I know a lot of people like it. To me, it just tastes like like juice. Which I get it, it's supposed to, because it is basically just juice. But I also really like the green tea Arizona and the lemon and honey. That one's so good. I know a lot of people don't remember it, but Sobe tea was so fucking good. The one with the lizard. That shit was bomb. That was got to be one of my favorite, favorite teas that I've ever drank. Other than that, I like Arizona. I like iced tea. I'm not a big fan of hot tea. Like, I'll drink it every now and then, but, like, I'm not a really big fan of hot tea. If I had to pick between tea and coffee, I would probably pick iced tea or coffee. Like, I like both of them. Like, it's hot. It's summertime. You only got, like, a dollar to your name, and you're looking to get a big-ass can of drink. You get Arizona iced tea. Like, I remember when we were younger, we couldn't, we didn't have monster money. You at least could scrounge up money for Arizona's. Like, that's just a fact. 99 cents only. Like, there is no chance that you couldn't get 99 cents and go get yourself an ice cold can of Arizona. No, I'm not sponsored by Arizona. I know a lot of people are probably thinking it at this point. I'm just really high, and there's literally a 7-Eleven across the street, and I was just thinking to myself, Man, I'm about to go grab, like, all my spare change from the house and the car and go try to get myself a couple cans of Arizona. Because now I really want it. Actually, the mango one is good, too. I'm going to stop talking about Arizona tea. Arizona tea sponsor me. Um, But, yeah, like, and, and I guess it relates to, like, a bigger topic of the episode, which is karma. And karma, like, good and bad, the balance and everything, like, do good and good will be given back to you, do bad and bad things will happen to you. Like, karma is a big thing, especially amongst, like, the stoner community, and I know this for a fact. Now, there's got to be at least a handful of times, right, where I could be sitting somewhere. Stone. And I'll see some, like, a kid will, like, kick a ball just too far away from, like, the soccer field to, for me to be comfortable watching a kid run all the way to the ball when it's closer to me than it is to the kid. So, like, I'll get up and, like, kind of kick the ball back to the kid. Like, you lightly just smack it with your foot. Or, like, you see somebody about to, like, do something. And, like, I've seen people carrying boxes and I've gone and, like, helped them and shit. I've seen people, like loading a truck and like a guy couldn't pick a bed up by himself so I walked by and I'm like hey man you need a hand like you know shit, shit like that little things like that mean a lot to people like in, a, in the long run like like if you see somebody else struggling what's the first thing you do you don't want to watch someone else struggle so like you you do your best to help that person you do your best to be like hey Like, let me give you a hand with that. Let me help you with this. You know, because you don't want to see... You don't want to sit there and watch somebody else struggle. Like, to me, sitting there and watching somebody else, like, struggle, like, desperately is kind of fucked up. Like, if I was going to sit there and just, like, look at someone else, somebody who I knew personally or, like, cared about and just watch their entire, like, struggle be like, oh, man, like, this is happening to them damn that sucks like I would not be able to like have such like a callous attitude about it I would have to like do something like I feel like I would have to like be like hey what's going on like are you okay like mentally are you good 
Like, are you, are you relaxed? Like, are you having a bad time? Do you need to smoke? Do you need to talk about shit? Like, I don't, the problem is a lot of people don't talk about, like, things going on in life. A lot of people will sit there and, like, keep things in and try not to talk about it as much as humanly possible. I am one of those people. I will sit there and, like, completely deny things or deny like the way that I'm feeling and I don't know if anybody else is capable of doing this but I'm sure a lot of people out there can where you put like a mental block in your mind like a mental block that separates how you really feel from like what you feel like you should be feeling so if there's ever a situation where you feel like you should be happy or laughing and you just get instantly sad that's like a thing like some things that i feel like should be like oh this isn't a big deal are big deals and then things that are big deals aren't big deals and then when it gets to the point where shit hits the fan and i'm like oh fuck that was a big deal you don't realize it because in the moment you don't know that that's a big deal like i think about things in a very adverse way i always have this like philosophy that everything that happens happens for a reason if there wasn't a reason to things happening then things wouldn't happen certain events in life just line up the way that they do and like having the spontaneity to be like okay cool well this is happening and going and doing it like that's that's one thing but like to do bad things just like you know something as simple as like shoplifting for example you're in a store you see something you really 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 want but you don't have the money to get the thing that you really, really want. And now, I remember, I actually did shoplift because I was with a bunch of dudes and like we were high and they they wanted to like bet me that I wouldn't do it. Now, did I immediately go back to the store like the next day and take it back and apologize and explain the situation that I was being like bullied basically, I think is what I told them, which I was. Because all my friends were like, oh, come on, do it. You won't do it. Oh, you're a wuss. Like, oh, come on, man. Like, And I was called an enigma of other names out there. And so finally, I was like, fuck you guys. Like, I grabbed the shirt and I sprinted out of the store with my friends behind me. Jumped on our skateboards and skated, like, two or three miles away. It was ridiculous. So... Yeah, that was a thing that I did. And then another, like, terrible, terrible thing is something as simple as like not when you have when you have extra not helping others is like a big thing that makes me upset because i feel like i feel like people is people we should all be like doing our best to help other people because not everybody gets the same break not everybody gets the same upbringing like coming from a good family getting your first car at like 15 16 you know getting a like scholarship and like a trust fund and all that i didn't get that shit everybody seems to think that like oh well but like you 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 came from a, a nice neighborhood and this and that and i was like yeah we also lived in the cheapest house in the neighborhood at times you know we would we would when we would go look at houses like we would go like get all excited about a house and there was a handful of times where i would go with my parents to go look at houses and we straight up wouldn't move into those houses. Like, they'd look at it and they'd talk about it more and they'd talk about it more and be like, well, this isn't the one we're going to get, kids. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, 
This one was cool. My room was going to be huge at one house, and we were all going to get our own rooms at one point. When my older siblings had moved away. So I was like, fuck yeah. And then that ended up not happening. And I was kind of disappointed at first, but like I pretty much hung out in the garage 98% of the time, so it was pretty cool. And by hang out in the garage, I mean, like, there was nights where once I got a little bit older, probably closer to the age of 17, 18, I would quite literally go into the garage at night at like two o'clock in the morning, right? Sit there, have my little sneak a toke and sit like at the very edge of the garage where there was like this fan in a window that blew out because it would help circulate the air from, like, the other side where you could leave the door open and it would pull it through. I don't know. It used to be, like, a little workshop, so it was, like, a dual fan in the window. And so I would hit the sneak tuck real quick and blow it out the window and, like, like, sit there and, like, wait for someone to come downstairs. I had a system. I would turn on the kitchen light and then the light on the far side of the living room because one light, I'd be able to see someone coming down the stairs and the other light, I'd be able to see if somebody was in the kitchen. And, like, I don't know what my plan was going to be if that situation ever happened, but, like, my mom came out one night, and I was just sitting there and, like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. She walked right past the garage door because I had it cracked. She walks right past the garage door and walks out back and goes to have a cigarette. So by the time my mom smokes a cigarette, I I took, like, a couple hits off the bowl, charred it out, like, literally, like, put the char in my hand from it, ran upstairs, threw it in the sink in the bathroom and like anytime that my mom would smell weed in the house like she knew that I believe my my older sister smoked weed back then so I don't know but like she would always ask like did you guys smoke today or some shit like that and I'd be like I don't know because my mom's big rule was you can't bring drugs in the house I never brought my drugs in the house I kept them outside off the property in a little like where they come and like check the water mains once a month so I memorized the schedule that they would check it and then that's where I would put my stash. And if the day was coming up for them to check it, I would go grab it on my way to school or some shit. Because it was normally on a weekday. But, like, yeah. I don't know how we got from karma to weed stories, but we're here now. Shit, I really don't know where that train of thought was going. I, I completely lost that. Welcome to the a true episode of Stoner Thoughts. But anyways, yeah, karma's a big thing because I saw one buddy like literally tell a friend of ours that he couldn't smoke with him because we didn't know him as well as we knew him and the minute he goes to spark up a bowl knocks over his bong shatters all over the fucking floor and that was like his like good weed it was a big ass bowl and he goes oh we could put your bowl on my bong like my buddy's still being cool with the guy and he's like all right man all right all right okay cool and then after that nothing bad happened now another time that i know that being stoners was fucking like it, it just a recipe for disaster has got to be the time that me and my old roomie got pulled over high. Now, luckily for me, I'm always stoned. So I was a little bit stoned at the DMV when I got my fucking ID picture taken, right? So stoned that I guess my like blue green eyes looked green. Because in the photo, I am just like, hey. Like, I'm all got that, like, half smile going on. Like, they had to know I was high. But, hey, I mean, what is it? Weed and weed and liquor is considered California sober. So, you know, whatever you got to do. 
but I literally got pulled over, stoned. Cop looks at my ID, looks at me, and he goes, well, all right, Mr. Manning. I'm like, I, I shit you not. I almost said the Matthew McConaughey line. It was almost like, all right, all right, all right. But I didn't do that because God knows I would have ended up in a fucking jail cell that night. So anyways, guys, I don't know how the fuck we got from karma to here, but uh, yeah, stoner thoughts. I'm pretty stoned. That dab is like finally like setting in like full force. So and there's a lot of sketchy people pulling up outside my apartments. So I'm gonna go. You guys have a great night and I will talk to everybody on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts podcast. Good night.